1: This is Spoke, the all-new and exclusive podcast series with me, Chidera, a.k.a. The Slumflower. And me, Sully Breaks, poet, writer, spoken word, artist, etc, etc. Where we discuss issues at the heart of youth culture and how music and literature are shaping the conversation.
2: Artists such as Eminem, Jay-Z and Chance the Rapper are undeniable icons of their industry each have the unique ability to speak to their fans by telling their story through their lyrics. However, at some point in their careers, each of these rappers has used homophobic slurs in their songs.
1: And they're not alone. As a society, the language we use to discuss LGBTQ people is seriously problematic. Artists who take the brave step to come out run the risk of being abused, pigeonholed, or sidelined by their peers and fans. Music in particular, hip hop and rap, has always been an outlet for those who've been oppressed and marginalized. It's a chance to come together and celebrate identity and expression. So why is the same opportunity not given to those from the LGBTQ community?
2: However, with artists such as Oli Alexander, Tyler the Creator and Lady Leisha speaking out about their sexuality, are times finally changing. And can our generation be the one to create a platform for LGBTQ artists to tell their story?
1: In this episode, we discuss sexuality and how it affects your identity as an artist. I'm really fascinated by this conversation that we're going to have. Yeah, I'm interested
2: in myself as well.
1: I think the landscape of entertainment is changing so, so much, especially in light of people finally revealing their true selves and being given room to embrace and express themselves and... That's evident from the little things, like Kalani being able to That's true. write a love song and she's referring to a woman and boldly using the pronouns "her" and referring to this woman that she's in love with on the song "Honey," which I really, really love. And I haven't
2: even heard the song to be honest. It's a beautiful. But, song. Yeah. but I like Kalani though. She's cool, man. She's like wonderful. Yeah, yeah. She's
1: wonderful. And I think she's that expecting
2: a baby, right? Yeah, she's yeah, got, she got a she little is. baby yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you
1: know what? Even the conversation surrounding that has been. Really, really sticky because what's the what's the conversation? Well, Kalani, to my knowledge, um, identifies as bisexual. Yeah, um, and obviously she's got a baby coming. But people assumed that because she's made a song about women and she has had romantic encounters with women that people are aware of, that for some reason it's strange that she's pregnant. You know that leads into the conversation of like bi erasure, which I'm sure we'll get into later on in this really awesome discussion, but. Yeah, I'm really curious to learn from our two wonderful guests. Who me too. We are very, very blessed to be in the presence We are welcome to present.
2: <laughs> we, we are welcome to present to the stage. You know, right now, the way we do this, this is like we do the grand entrance in it. So, you guys, oh, yeah. when we want you to introduce yourself. We don't want no, no
1: downplaying. Yeah, none of you know that. What I'm
2: saying it's like grand entrance. You know, I mean, this is your Oscar moment. You know, thank <laughs> God, thank your mum, everybody. You know what I'm saying, but just say what you got to say. So, first, who would like to introduce himself first?
3: to M- the M- left Emanike wants to go first oh to the right
1: <laughs> to the right we she have Do going first so ladies yeah? I'm going to say it before you say it yeah just so you know okay M- has like written a song for like Beyonce just so you know like just, just,
2: just casually casually as you
1: do casually as you do he's worked for it he's earned it all of it you deserve absolutely all of it do you want to introduce yourself before I just keep on going because I can go on forever <laughs>
4: Hi, everyone. Oh, um, yeah, okay,
2: okay. Yes. <laughs> <All right. laughs> It came
4: with a tone, voice. It with a phone voice, boy. Came okay. <laughs> okay. Hi, everyone. I'm i am Um, I just turned 24. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. And, yeah, I'm a singer. I'm a songwriter. I'm a producer. Um, and I'm an out gay black man. And... This is my story. No. But yeah, recently
1: released a very new project, haven't you?
4: Yes, I released my debut album, Language, in September. Shit's yeah,
3: cold. It's cold. There's bruv. many bangers on there. Thank so many, so many. Like it's the not second, skippable. Yeah, the second tune. What's the second tune? i mean really by the titles. A tracks. Is it the one where tracks.
1: she gets where she gets where she gets? I love her name as well. wrong. Yeah, no, that's what? the first. That's Wait, the, is the it, intro. It, you is like,
2: what? what do you mean? Gets her name wrong? Is it so, so the
4: intro of the album? I talk about how people like get my name wrong. And oh, like, okay,
1: okay. it M my neck it's M-N-E-K and then it
4: goes into cor- the next song but
1: the next yeah. song is my favourite
4: oh correct correct okay
3: yeah,
1: great tune well, wonderful you. and to the left we have the delightful amazing she's wearing the most beautiful Orangish red with matching nails, turtleneck. We've got Hattie Collins. Do you Hi. want to introduce yourself and tell us about the wonderful work you've been doing? Real That's legend true. in the
2: team. I have, also, right.
3: I have also written for Beyonce. She? <laughs> in my dreams last night. Yeah. Great dream. No, I've not written for Beyonce. Nowhere near. Um, I guess, yeah, I'm a journalist, author. Wrote a book a couple of years ago called This Is Grime with one of your guests that was on a few few weeks ago, Olivia Rose. Took the pictures. Oh um, yeah,
1: oh Dream Collab. Yeah, Dream yeah.
3: Team. Um, and yeah, I've just for, over the years I've written for everybody from has uh, oh, gone blank. I D you know, so the Guardian. Many you can't uh, rewind. Don't forget rewind. the main years was rewind. Yeah, was rewind culture. was the springboard for a lot yeah. of my career. Actually, I have to. Always show love to Rewind because actually that was, yeah, it pretty much put me on the path to where I am now. Um, Gave me loads of opportunities, so yeah. Throughout the years I've been about, here and there. Cool.
0: I
1: know you tried to in the earlier stages of your career you tried to you wanted to write for enemy, right and that's they, exactly right yeah yeah and they didn't they weren't interested they weren't on it it's mad. As as where's the enemy now oh mad <laughs> Madding. Madding. Ah, Doesn't shots it. Shots mad team mad I call <laughs> that straight away. I'm
2: catching bare straight there's <laughs> blood splattering <laughs> everywhere <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know I feel bad the enemy is a wonderful magazine it's still going I actually, I actually <laughs> did write for them for, I ended up doing like a Roll Deep review and a Kanye West review I remember and something else can't remember yeah I I wrote to them when I, when I was first starting out. I was like, I want to be a journalist. I want to write. And they were like, you don't have the right voice. You need to develop who you are as a writer, which they had a, a good point. So I went off and did that and cut my teeth elsewhere. And then years later, I ended up doing the, the odd little bit for them. But yeah, they don't exist anymore. So online they do. Mic drop.
1: But pretty- mad. <laughs> mad. It's all a bit mad, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for that wonderful introduction. And thank you for oh, being here. I'm so us. excited to get into the conversation. I'm going to start with Yim and EK about... And this is even to do with your recent um, album that you've released, which I need to just say again, is absolutely incredible. Thank you. And I feel like you should have made me listen to that album but before. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah. You know yeah, that you meme? Should've... You know that meme? Have you seen that meme of like this weird looking um, character and he's holding a gun to like his friend's Yeah. Head? His yeah, friend yeah. is like a soft toy and it's like, there's a TV screen. That's me and you right now. <laughs> the gun to him, like, Lis- listen to language.
2: I'll definitely. 100%. 100% I'm going to download it on my Spotify. 100%. Stream language. 150%. I need
1: you to. Thank you. 150%. <laughs> it's important and like sonically you did bits like you did bits yeah everything. but he's been
2: doing bits. bits that's not a surprise but though that's he did not segments that...
1: he did amounts like he was ah, cool he was doing lots and i appreciate that i appreciate <laughs> it highly but Thank what you. i want to really get into is because i saw um how people were responding to when you released it and i think it's really really necessary that you discussed it and it, it really sheds light on a much larger discussion about the support that we have for black gay men in music and the lack of that to begin with and i feel like cuz when i saw when i saw how people were speaking to you and how people were responding to I got to take you... some
4: responsibility i mean cuz i will say this i think when it came down to, like, me, I guess, discussing it and me, like, getting in my bag about it and stuff, like, I...
2: You want to be easy on us? Well, no, listen. <laughs> nah, nah, here's the thing, Nah, right? y'all don't deserve
1: no, no easy. No, I'll tell you this for
4: free, right? As a result of me going down, I guess, uncharted territory, a lot of the ways I articulate how I feel about certain things are going to be quite clumsy. And so I, I can even attest to that. It was very much, like, in the moment... Um, and just, like, I guess a bit frustrated and... But at the same time, it does open up a conversation because I, mm-hmm. I, do, I do believe that there is a conversation to be had about... There's so much segregation everywhere. You know, I'm, I'm a dual minority. Not only am I a black man in the white world, I'm a black gay man in the white world. So if uh, I have to now think about how I'm perceived by the black community and how I'm perceived by the gay community... I don't know how to coexist yeah. yet. Not to say yeah. it's impossible, but I'm learning. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially as a visible recording artist that hasn't had like a template on how do you do, how do you be a black gay pop musician?
1: But the thing <laughs> is, as much as as much as you, you've taken accountability on your part, I still feel like just because, and, I, and this is the thing, I feel that when you're in a position where you are a dual minority, like you said, that it's not your responsibility or job to articulately and nicely tell people that they have a responsibility and i come from a group where i'm a i'm a straight like cis black woman and Mm. i have a responsibility as well to make sure that you and your counterparts are looked out for and if that means me saying hey everyone like let's stream li- like let's stream language let's listen to this music let's make sure that this gets as much support as um someone like maybe Stormzy would get cuz i remember when um GSAP came out and everyone's like let's stream it and stream it and stream it until like it breaks. and like that support and that community showing up right. i wish that happened for this because the project is a much larger conversation about your experience and it's an experience that isn't documented or recorded enough so no. we still have a responsibility and i feel like on the other side of the community. It was handled badly. It was handled terribly. Not by you, by the people, but by the people that you were trying to address. Like I was seeing it all happening. And I just felt like this is not fair at all. It's not just about you. It's a much larger discussion yeah. that needs to be had. And I just wish I just wish I could get that into the minds of everyone because you don't deserve to be in that position at all.
4: I appreciate it. Yeah, there's there's truth in that. I guess it isn't my responsibility. But I guess at the same time it's just how do you communicate that? Yeah. I've always been doing this. I've always been writing and producing for other people, and that's just what I've always done in music. But then it's different because, you know, I'm with guys in my music videos. I'm wearing makeup for my music videos. I'm mm-hmm. doing, you know, all of the flamboyant stuff I wish I was able to be told it was okay to do Yeah, uh, as a kid. Uh, but then it's all good and well, me doing that and living yeah. my best life. But then also, uh, <laughs> at the same time, I have to... I shouldn't, but then there's all the people and how they perceive it. Yeah,
3: yeah. Do you feel like you're sort of like a little like on your own somewhat in who you in who you are as a black gay male pop star
4: in this country? Yes, in this
3: country, because I feel like you know Ollie Alexander, like Oli's my
4: Ollie's one of my good friends. Inc- yeah, oh. we had and we
3: had a chat where he was t- um, we both kind of um, identified with this, like as okay, oh, yeah, he's a gay cis male white male, mm. and myself as a gay why says female we have no idea how much more privilege that we have access to and he's he through his conversations with you that's what he's realized mm. and that's when i sort of when i've been thinking about that and you know and what the things that you said i just sort of feel like wow it feels like you're so connected to so many massive big people and you have this incredible career but do you ever feel quite out there on your own yeah, a little that's bit an interesting
4: point yeah yeah of course. Because I mean, but then it's, some of it is self-inflicted, but then a lot of it is just down to the nature of no, just. No,
1: I don't want no, to I believe say, that.
4: No, I, I say self-inflicted in the sense that I'm so aware that what I'm doing, I have to be able to communicate what I have to say quite exclusively mm-hmm. because of collaborated with some people. Your identity
1: is not self-inflicted.
4: No, no, not my identity. No, my identity. Because how people are choosing
1: to respond to you. Like, you don't even have much of a choice. You're still you're still othered anyway. Do you know what I mean? Of course.
4: I'm not saying my identity is self It's more so the way I go about it and... Expressing you know, yourself. Expressing it's myself. Like it's all a learning curve, me, isn't it? Yeah, like, me expressing myself and me being what so I want to be Who do you look is, to
3: as an example as who's done this before? Yeah. How do you follow, mm, like... As a, it's as a result yeah. of With not... George want, or...
4: It's as a result of not wanting to fit in anyway. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. so, like, okay, if, if making I, sense. I'll be on my own if I'm if not trying to fit in. that's required, yeah. You know what I mean? But at like the same time, necessary. it'll be nice if everyone listen. But it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Like in yeah. time,
1: yeah, in yeah. time, you've still done important work. And I'm never going to stop gushing and raving about. Hundred. Can you think? Can you, I done. mean,
3: for me, like I just can't imagine. <coughs> I remember I did Emanico's biog like five years ago or something <gasps> long time How long, times long was time
4: changes, we've known, years, right? bear in mind yeah. we've known each other for about 10, 10 years oh really yeah, <gasps> yeah. it's a long so time known, oh wow I've known hate since I first got in the industry
3: he was 14 and I was like I don't know if I could be talking to 14 year olds on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> on my face without getting arrested is this like an arrest moment I don't wanna <laughs> that's <laughs> when he had the high top you had yeah, the, the high yeah. top yeah okay yeah okay yeah and okay. the glasses and the long with the he'd be Skyping me and I'd be like I'm literally gonna get arrested right yeah. now for inappropriate chat on okay. the internet but um but yeah for me to look like all of the all of the issues that I've had coming out as like a white, cis female, gay, whatever, I, I forget all the different pronouns but <laughs> with all that stuff, like I think God it's you know, it's been hard for me. i I'm still on quite a sort of it's been quite fractured for me. I'm quite I'm on a sort of a you know, journey that shifts and moves quite a lot over the years. And then I look at you and I just think, man, you are so brave. Like you had to put carry a huge weight on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you've done that alone and it's great that you've got people like Ollie and I think Ollie's amazing. Um but it's hard because Ollie, I guess, is, could look to sort of, well, what did Sam Smith do? What did Boy George do? What did Jimmy Somerville build? You know, there's 30, 40 years mm-hmm. of, of gay white men that they can look to in entertainment. You know, for you, I think, it, I think it's hard. You're carving a path. And so I understand what you're saying. You're trying to, I'm trying to figure out how I express myself through my writing or in everyday life, doing podcasts like this. But for you, it's kind of 24 7. And I think it's very admirable. I think, you know, yeah, you might get it. I don't want to say the word wrong, but you might not always express yourself in the way that you want to. Yeah. Like, you'll figure it out yeah. as you go, you yeah. know? Yeah.
2: What was the turning point for you? Like you saying, we've seen a shift in society to be like, okay, you can champion who you are, you can champion sexuality. For both of you, was there, like, a specific moment that you remember was like, okay, this is the shift, this is where I am I I know who I am and what how I'm going to represent who I am? Because even, even for me as an artist, even if it's not in terms of, like, just in terms of like, OK, I'm I'm happy to champion where I'm from or where, you know, what I mean, that kind of
3: shift. Is there any time that you guys can identify and you want us to share maybe? I think mine's still ongoing because I'm sort of known as like a music journalist or like in some respects, like a grime journalist or whatever. That's kind of what people sort of know me for. So I think I'm still, I'm still working out and, and that's like doing things like this. Like I think the last couple of years, like when I was at ID Magazine... Um, I did a talk at school. I can't remember what the school was now, but it was this young um, young girl that got in touch with me. who was like fifteen or sixteen, and I went and spoke to the LGBT class, and it just like it blew me away. And I just it was one of the best things I've ever done. Like, I've interviewed X Y Z people. I've done this. I've done that. Blah 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 blah. It kind of paled in comparison. So, it got got like,
2: you you, so when you say you went to spoke to the LGBT they class,
3: they had a, they had a. What's it called? Like a uh, it's like, like a, citizenship and like PSHE. Yeah, I don't know. I know went to many years ago. <laughs> yeah, Who knows? Like, yeah, I, times have changed just, since just, I was at school, but yeah, they had this whole. It's like a, like an after-school thing, and um, all the kids were there, just sort of wanting to know. I, I just blew me away seeing all these young people, and as someone that was significantly older than than talking to them about my experiences, it just it just really meant something. And I know that sounds a bit cliche or whatever, but I just it just really. Made me think a lot more about how I want to sort of, I suppose, use my my identity as a writer or whatever to to talk more about sexuality. Um, So yeah, it's been it's been. I mean, I'm old, but like for me, this has been the last couple of years really. I'm trying to sort of push out of being like the music writer uh, or an editor or whatever to to do someone that is talking more about sexuality and how you figure how you navigate the world as a gay person. And um, yeah, it's ongoing. It's an ongoing thing for me. Interesting. in yourself
4: for me um I my one was I had a, a a speech at uh, the attitude awards mm.
2: um what's the attitude Award? I'm not familiar with attitude awards, um so.
4: attitude is a gay uh, publication and it was an awards it was an award show a couple of years ago and um I'd won I guess like the music award for that year um and I guess really, I, it was the first time I ever really got to just like talk about everything that I've been going through. And at the time, it was really about like my parents were. My parents were okay with me being gay. They're actually they're, they they are accepting of it and they understand it. But I think they struggled to grapple with it for me being on the, in the public eye. Oh, okay because and, you know what and I mean, your because parents
2: what's your heritage from? I'm um, Nigerian. Oh okay 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 so, so like, yeah both. so I get it, so mm-hmm,
1: birthday <laughs> birth. gang 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 both okay then yeah
4: and yeah and I guess like it was just a conversation about you know, my dad was like, keep your private life private. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> my private life would, be, would, would not be private if it was with a girl, but that's... Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nonetheless.
3: Points were
1: made.
4: I mean, and so I I talked about it, because it was a case of, like, he'd seen it in a newspaper, and I talked about that, and I said yeah. that it's just an ongoing thing. I really wanted to reiterate in the speech that it's something that I'm it's not like I'm suddenly out of the gates, you know what I mean. I'm f- constantly figuring this out, and it's a long journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got so many responses from. Uh, I met someone at a, even a tr- the train station. Like I <laughs> I got out of the tube, and then the girl was like, "Listen, we watched your attitude towards speech. Like, and my nephew, who you just came out, like he was so like touched by it, and he complete- completely was so happy to feel represented." and it gave me, and around that time I was still kind of conceptualizing what the album was and I think that gave me so much more like um engine fire to like go all out with it Yeah. and actually be unapologetic
2: basically be unapologetic yeah. Yeah. and it's really like to it now. and
4: just test it and try it out and see how far I could go and just being like the ultimate you know uh black gay pop star mm. and really have expensive videos and fun dance performances and uh, really go for it and actually give something aspirational and have a fun time as well.
3: So, I yeah. want to write a big gay film next. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Love, Simon that was kind of dead but kind of great that it existed? Like it, it wasn't a great film, but I was like, I want to write the lesbian version of that and make, like, three milli quid. Jeez. That's I what love I that. Want to three milli quid. Yeah, roughly, <laughs> approx. <approximately.
1: laughs> that's, that's
3: my plan. next plan.
1: What's your item, by the way, Hattie?
3: My item um, is the DVD... Um, I don't know if you're allowed a DVD, but i going to get the DVD box set of The L Word. Wow. And the reason I'm cho- choosing, choosing that is because... Like I was saying earlier, my my kind of I've come in, I've gone out, I've come in, I've gone, I've gone in and out of the closet so many times I've lost track. I'm very much out now. How'd you go back Wait, in? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a mystery like, to I me. I was just joking. It's a my, yeah. I sort of here I I am <laughs> I don't even know. It's a long and boring story. Well, it's probably not boring, but it's a it's a long and complicated story. But um but for the last ten, fifteen years I've been very much out. Maybe ten years. Um and I think that was kind of sparked by watching the whole of the L word. Oh, I felt like finally I saw lesbians, gay women that I could, I mean, this is such a cliche thing to say, but like, I could relate to. I was like, oh, obviously it was fictional, um, but it was just like all these women in, in LA living their absolute best lives, having the most amazing time. And I was like, oh, it's okay. Like there was just a possibility for me. I just saw that. And I'd had relationships and stuff before. I don't know. I, I can't really define exactly what it was, but it just allowed me to feel very free. And it gave me a freedom to just move in the world in a very different way. Oh. So it wasn't, like, the, the TV's like, the best TV show ever, but it was, like, for me, the best TV show ever, if you know what I mean. I hear that. You hear me? Yeah.
1: I hear that. Yeah. What about you, UK? What That's item right. did you bring?
4: <laughs> See, I feel bad because my gifts aren't as, I guess, physical as that. That's all right. I'm tactile. Uh, I, I brought a couple messages. Because, oh. like, my thing was, like... Uh, it was mentioned that you could bring like a tweet yeah. or a message it, yeah, or yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. Okay, so I have two sides of a coin. Okay. All right. I really wanted to bring this forward to you guys.
1: Yes, please. All right.
4: I'll start with the negative and end on the positive.
1: Okay, go for yeah, it. Yeah, cool. We can.
4: All right. So I won't say the tweeter's name.
1: Okay.
4: Um, if
2: you need to call him out, feel free to innit Listen, I've been. We're ready to ride so
4: out. We're giving up the game. out. Listen, don't. This is Scorpio season, but sometimes chill. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. It says, I'm going to be real with myself and admit the reason why I still haven't attempted to listen to Eminem K is because of internalized homophobia. Oh, wow. Wow. Mm. So, but then, okay, I'm going to flip it and say this is a message from a kid um, who lives in the UK, a black gay kid. And wait, wait,
2: so can we discuss the first message? We can, first, we can, can discuss yeah, it. Yeah, I've got some no, Okay, we can.
4: Okay. All right.
2: <laughs> no, hold no, up! No, because no, no. we all trying to ride out like. What do you mean? No, no, not no, even. I'm actually just being genuine because I feel like is there an appreciation for them being honest? Because I'm going to be 100 percent honest with you. Like yes. the first time I found out, um, Frank Ocean was gay. Like you know, what I mean, when he came, when he came out, that blew my mind because I was trying to like, because obviously he's the first kind of openly gay, like black kind of artist that I, I've listened to. Mm. So the first time I found out he's gay, it blew my mind because I was trying to understand like. and it's it's ignorance but it's like so if I'm listening to him does that make me gay because when he's singing about um, guys I'm like cool with singing do you understand what I'm saying so obviously because I come from a background whereby I I wasn't entirely exposed to like people of different sexuality and stuff my first thing was like wow like how am I going to still listen to Frank if he's talking about men you get what I'm saying so I feel like and obviously I've grown and I've matured and I'm like you know what he's doing his thing and the songs are banging do you understand what I'm saying but obviously if that person is saying that is that kind of like is there an appreciation for you saying at least they're being honest about how they feel and they're coming to their face in that or is it just like that's completely wrong? Because I feel like with everybody and me myself as well coming from an Af- African religious background whatever mm. you have to kind of mature into your understanding of other people's like lives and their sexualities. you get what I'm saying? Uh I mean hey
4: I mean you I have don't have to agree know.
2: with me feel free to say yes. it's bullshit
4: I don't, I, I will, I'm not going to be offended all, at all okay feel free all I'll say is is that tweeting about being complicit is
2: void. That's a good point. I, I, I wouldn't tweet it 100%. I would never <laughs> have yeah. tweeted it, yeah.
3: I think the positive thing that I would take from that and from what Sully's saying is that... It, the honesty an is appreciated, acknowledge, the, the, the acknowledgement of, like... where is The thought process and, like, him saying... Whoever... I'm doing it to him saying... Mm. He, yeah, it's not positive, but there yeah. are... So, I'm sort of... I'm it's seeing really a glimmer. Yeah. What you mean. A glimmer of something. It's like if, if... It's not the same, but, like, in the trans conversation, like trying to, as we navigate through that conversation and, well, I'm certainly not saying that I'm transphobic at all, but I'm trying to th- think of a, a sort of sort of similarity, but where it's like, you, you're you going to get things wrong sometimes, and that's yeah. like, f- at the very far end of the spectrum, that's not even, mm. you know, it's beyond that, but I don't know, I'm just trying to say there's some I know what you mean. ownership of something there, mm. which, you know, yeah. isn't cool. It's
1: bittersweet, it's bittersweet. I just wish that, because the thing is, like, it's one thing being able to recognise something in yourself, but once you recognise it, you now have the responsibility to take action, so what there's, there's a sense of cognitive dissonance there in that person where they're intelligent and self aware enough to say, This to is my fear. Is. Yeah. yeah, like this is my fear. But then it's like, So you're aware that the fear exists, but you're not going to do anything about, about it. it. Like yeah. it just feels like you're being a prick.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so that's not
1: good enough. That's not good enough.
3: Yeah,
1: agreed. <laughs> So, what's the positive aspect of this coin?
3: Okay, alright. <laughs> I, I think we should disagree he's a prick. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, listen. That's that one. But here's another message from someone else. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to get both sides of like just the kind yeah, of messaging I that I see. Um, I've this kid, his i I'll say his name, his name's Curtis. Okay. Because he was saying something really nice. Okay. He says, I've been a fan for about four years and literally scream when I got tickets to see you perform. Your music speaks volumes. Um crazy world spoke out to me, especially being a gay black guy who struggled with acceptance uh from my family. Um through all the madness yesterday I shed a little tear hearing the line less her and more him. Yeah. Aww. So yes, Curtis. But then you know when you that's the thing, like I I could I could spend my day like reading the messages from like anything. Mm-hmm. Thing, like all the negative. And do you get things.
3: worse than that? Do you get really I mean do you get anything horrible or not? I've
4: had nasty messages okay. like on my YouTube videos and like yeah, things yeah. like that. But it's like for all the years that we've all been online, I reckon that a lot of us have built some type of like is intelligence it? and like kind of a, a guard against that. Yeah, sure. To know yeah, to know like, okay, this is someone who just isn't well. You can, you have like <laughs> Honest, for real though. Because, <laughs> You think about it, yeah. You look at you look at the tweet that they're tweeting or the or whatever they're messaging, and you're like, see when you're, you're like, this is what they're doing while they're tweeting this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, in their underwear. Yeah. You've Sometimes you've got, got click on that. You it, know you've just woken up from sleep pic, and yeah. you've got the
1: dry spit. They've still got that on there. But they haven't yes. brush. and they're doing that 8am in the morning. Yeah. Like, I'm not the problem in your life. Because land. we
4: know that we're not the type of people to be like no. commenting on YouTube you videos talking like- about <laughs> starting fights and like <laughs> trying to start shit. Like that's not, we don't have time for that. Yeah, we have things to Maybe do. we need we to start trolling
3: like straight people or something. Maybe we should start <laughs> yeah, like, what is You're this disgusting. man and woman? Get this away from my kids. God made to- Adam, Adam and Steve, Adam <laughs> Adam and no. and yes. e- yeah. yeah, bastard. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> but no, only, okay. So like, yeah, what I'm saying is that, um, yeah, it's like that. One side is definitely what we're talking about. How there are some yeah. people who are very, uh, I guess, resistant because my
1: out of fear. My
4: album cover has me being held by a man, so it's like it's I'm not running away from it, and so I. You Know, I do recognize that there will be some people who are uncomfortable with it, but I think in the part in when I was talking about, you know, in the tweets in the past, yeah. the assumption was that I said all straight men, you know, what I mean, yeah, well, is, all straight you have black men. Do you know
1: what? Do you know what, Amanika? I okay, yeah, you don't like when you're referring to like a group who have a reputation for being violent, you don't ever have to be like oh i'm aware that there are some good ones because the thing is the good ones aren't enough because if they if that really is the case then they will be putting that energy not in telling you that they're nice but in holding their homophobic counterparts accountable so it's just not good enough if you are not actively doing anything to support people who aren't straight and that means like either showing up for them streaming their work or um buying tickets to their shows or offering them support via dm or in public or whatever you can do to Um, contribute peace to their life, then you are taking part in the violence. Therefore, you deserve to be put in the box of all. And if you don't like it, then start doing the work on yourself, not spending that time trying to silence someone who's saying, hey, your foot is on my neck and it really, really hurts. That's not fair on you and you should never be in a position where you feel like you need to, like, no, it's not on. I'm not Mm -hmm. trying to hear it.
2: (laughs) The nails on the head, boy. (laughs) Um so we've kind of discussed and it's like you guys we kind of had a quick discussion about race and you're talking about like how people perceive you differently yeah. depending mm. on your sexuality race. So what about when it comes to gender if that is ever correct saying Yeah, go, as a woman go, yeah. as well. I mean not only I yeah.
3: white, but as as a gay woman. Obviously, you know, it's easier being white. It's easier Being a lesbian because, yeah, you know, like I've told a lot of MCs, uh, you know, I write a lot about grime. I told a lot of MCs, you know, this is my girlfriend. If it's appropriate, not appropriate, if it's relevant at the time, if I have a girlfriend or like if it comes into conversation. So and I've never had anyone be like, what? you know, there's never been any issue. People have always been super, super cool with that. So, and that's potentially, and I, and, and I, and I'm sure that there's been conversations. I don't recall any directly, but I'm sure there's been conversations when they're like, yeah, no, it's cool if you, you know, like two girls is hot, like it's, you know, and you get the obviously yeah. the old age old like, do you want a, any boy to join in? Yes, it's exactly what I wanted. Thank you so much for asking. Thank yeah, join finally. in and provide
1: us with just some stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, help crisps. us fluff our pillows. Yeah,
3: that's it. That would be perfect. <laughs> But, yeah, so there is, there is that being, you know, being a woman, being a gay woman, that, you know, it is, quote-unquote, easier. Which doesn't say it's easy, but it is easier. Hmm.
4: Because what you're saying is interesting.
3: Please continue.
4: I say this because I find mm-hmm. that I've been in similar settings, like, grime settings, or, like, you know... Oh, I'm sure it's been
3: very different.
4: It's... um.
3: Or no? I
4: kind of go back to, like... That, like, secondary school part of myself where I just kind of, like, edit myself or I try to just, like... I I just automatically dilute it for some reason. Mm-hmm. This is what I mean... What when do you I, mean? What do you mean? This, I, I guess this is what I mean when I say, like, I'm, like... It's an everyday process. Of course, like, I'm here, like, I'm very much aware of myself and I'm very much com- comfortable. But I think it's, like, uh, you know, you go to school every day... And you say, OK, and now I'm going to be this version of myself, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you and uh, and you read you read the rooms like v- violently. You make sure that you're trying to be the best person you can be for whatever room. And I think definitely when I was in school, there were times where like, I'd really try to um, suppress even any thought of me being like into boys or um flamboyant or camp or anything like that. Obviously, whatever situation I'm going into, I've got these nails, I am the way I am. Very sassy For those and who very cannot whatever.
1: MNEK has got glittery gold. Because <laughs> it nails.
4: was my birthday yesterday, and I oh, said. Oh, Happy,
1: happy birthday. birthday! You didn't
2: say that. Really? Really? Okay, you said you turned 24. 24. You didn't say I just turned 24. That. Yeah, we didn't yesterday. say it was your birthday yesterday.
4: Scorpio bro. Season. It is Scorpio season. It's nice. So oh my it's my time to be bitchy and yeah. mad and, and go crazy. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I'm suppressing myself, guys. <laughs> oh. So. But, yeah, I mean, it's just a classic thing. Sometimes you feel the need to just edit yourself. I know I definitely felt in in some cases, like, around, like, the Stormzy campaign. But this is obviously not even to even just, like, do with him or how he, uncomfortable he made me feel about anything. It was just, like, you just go back to how you felt in, in secondary school. Yeah.
3: It's, it's, I've been, like, I've been... I think another thing that was kind of interesting for me was that with some of the boys, I think when they realised that I was gay, they were like, "Oh, she's not trying to get with me." And actually, they managed to make it about themselves. I mean, know, of course, in every aspect. And then they would be like, "You want to? Like, you can hang out because you're. Yeah, it's not about. It's not it's about. Not, yeah, it's nuts. But it's worked in my favour. Like, potentially, maybe I've got more <laughs> access to stuff. You know, what I mean, because they're
2: the so threat. Their girls feel so
3: comfortable it's around gone. you now. Yeah, she, she, well, yeah. Yeah, she's not, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, there's that. Uh, it, like you say, it's, it makes it about them. It makes it about themselves. So,
2: so that's interesting. Obviously, me as a straight male, I'm just this first time I'm really having like an intimate conversation of this yeah. nature. So, do you feel like? Because for me, if you walked, if someone walks into a room and they're gay, I'm at a point where like, like honestly, it's like what's you in it? What's that got to do with me? Do you understand what I'm saying? Of course. So, so do you honestly feel like? Obviously, I'm not. I'm not saying honestly, but is that the feeling when you walk into a room? You feel like like, say for instance, if I walk into a room and maybe there's just all white people in it, all of a sudden I'm thinking, okay, I need to kind of like, I want to be myself, but. I need to kind of check how I'm I. Act. Is conscious that,
1: of the kind of jokes is, you make or fuck. Yeah, exactly.
4: it's extremely similar. You know what I mean? It's like it's both are very similar. Like mm-hmm. when you're going into situations where, is that even amongst your own? You community know what I mean? To- yes. well, yes. well, in
3: some
1: in cases. in the black community, there will be there will be instances. In some in cases,
3: because you know it's just like in the past, I would try and slip into the fact that I was gay. Because, like, say, if I went to Hindu with a bunch of girls I didn't know that were all pretty much straight, I would try and slip in that I was gay, so that if there was any jokes made later on about lesbians it would be less awkward oh, shit, like, that would be just it, 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 like a, as, a, as a low key in the back of my mind there would be stuff like that that i would do you just blew you my know, mind you just honestly things. just blew my you mind. Just, it's the why mind, you know, mind why is your mind blown
2: Cause I, cause I have a, I have a, there's have a friend that I know, and every situation, like whenever you're in a new situation, he off, he he will, like preempt and he'll say the fact that he's gay, even if it's not entirely relevant. But I didn't know it was oh. kind of like a secure. it's really important. It's do, changed is like, like,
4: If you if you need yeah. someone to just assume it or whatever. Cause like people also try other things. Like I've ha- I've been oh, in situations where I've been in like very straight settings, and like a- maybe someone has sensed that I'm gay, and they say, oh, "Are you looking for any girls in here?" Oh, and, I'm just- and it's just like, whoa. relax. I'm not. That's not. That's not what I'm gonna do right now. I'm gay. Go over it, please. Like. It's, it's classic. There's, there's,
3: there's definitely like, there's, I think it's changed me. Like before, it would be it would be because I was gonna try and avoid any like awkward circumstances. Yeah. Now it's more just like, what is it now? Like, I, it's I'm much less conscious of like actively telling people, but it's much more that I, I guess I just want it, I just want it out there. It's just like this is who I am. Like so, and I'm kind of I'm kind of proud of it. So. It's more, I guess it's changed, as, as I've changed over the years, my, I guess my arrival of my gayness is much more uh, coming from a place of pride rather than, like, fear or, like, you know, what? trying to prevent an awkward situation.
1: Mm. That's interesting. I have a question for you both. What's your, what's your higher purpose in the work that you're doing? Oh, that's too deep.
2: Yeah, Chidi, man. You just flipped it. You're just dissing <laughs> the people on Twitter. You're saying,
1: saying they don't cream their elbows, and now you just That's went into
2: a... philosophy about it, life. I
1: said, they don't, don't scrub their bum because they're having to. I homophobia. Yeah. They think it makes them gay to
3: scrub their bum. That's well, what I said. I mean, it's... For people that are homophobic, who are yeah, homophobic not to worry about scrubbing their bum <laughs> in the future, that would be good.
4: Yeah, for real. Um, I say, honestly, I think the higher purpose in my career, I mean... Obviously, I get to make music for a living and like music is my first love. Uh, And so I, I get to do that. That's totally fine. If I can help the next out gay black boy feel comfortable enough to do the things I'm doing as far as making records for people, telling their own stories, becoming executives, becoming, you know, opening up that conversation and opening up that possibility, like, I'd love, I'd love to be a part of that history and a part of that, you know, uh, you know, just, I'd, I want to be one of the ones that get to do that and then influence the next person.
2: So is your, is your music, would you say it's, in a sense, protest music? Would you say if you looked at it on a deep level? No, no, you don't, do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, saying?
4: protest music sounds, not as no, vexed. You know
2: what I'm saying? No, but if you look, if you look at a term, By like, if you just look at it. It's political. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. I mean, That's its existence, pop- it's because a Yeah, pop- that's what I find beautiful yeah. about protest music. And not all when protest you ca- is anger. Yeah, when you categorize well, it in one way, it's kind of like, Yeah, let's like what is war, all that kind of stuff. But I'm saying if you're yeah. outwardly championing a cause that you feel like it's under un, under discussed or people are underrepresented, then essentially is that
4: not you I'd say I'm the protest.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I think that's it. I'm yeah. the protest
4: and everything I do within the protest is an accessory to the protest.
1: Cause I feel like I feel like when I listen to language, it doesn't feel like I'm listening to anything that's like Protesty or no. or that's like no, but, you know, term, but, but it's no, not the, thing. Thing, the
2: term. I think like like <laughs> um, what's it called? Inadvertently, because yeah, everything you're saying course. that you're trying to achieve.
1: Of it's very it's, it's radical. It's very existence is ra- Yeah, it's to political to show up as you are in a world that tells yeah, you that you, don't, exactly. that you don't belong here. But yeah. yeah, I just feel like why language is so important as well is because you are showing the multifaceted life of a gay black man. Like you, you're just living your life and. Each song represents like a different facet of you just being free spirited, and that in itself, whether you choose to embody that or not, is radical because. The world tells you you're not supposed to be here, and you're like, I'm here, and my nails are painted. Yeah. Come fight me. <laughs> Come fight.
4: <laughs> Come and fight. Cause we can not square up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and these won't chip because it's shellac. So.
4: <laughs> it's true. These are shellac. You Won't chip. So like. Oh, for real? <laughs> a... yeah. For real, they are shellac. <laughs> Feel that? No crack whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, my goodness.
4: Do you know what your high purpose is?
3: Oh, I was hoping I'd get away with not having to answer that. Nah, um, not on here, boy. Do you know what? I think it's, to, it's just to help the advancement and the um, visibility of anyone that considers themselves other. So if I can... Uh, I know you guys talked about this with Olivia a little bit when she was on the show, um, and it's something that I'm thinking about a lot, but it's a whole other story. But, like, if it's me... Helping to shine a spotlight on the music I love, which tends to be made mostly by, in the sense of grime, young black males. Uh, if I can sort of help in sort of shining a spotlight on that, if it's if I, anyone needs my help, but like, or if it's talking about trans rights or or gay rights, then you know that's that's I suppose something that I that I would be very proud of doing, or I'd be happy to do. So, um, I guess it's yeah, it's the furthering of anyone that kind of feels other, because I I felt like other, and I think that's why. I, love grime so much because although I wasn't from anywhere near that sort of life, I felt as a gay woman, like other all the time, I felt kind of different and that's why I love grime Mm -hmm. so much because it also felt very other and outcast and outside society so that's where I I guess I relate with it so yeah, in the future if I can bring that to the world and and like as a writer shine a light on on other then that's something that I will be quite pleased with and I also want to Um, write a film and like you know win an Oscar and like you know by a house, of Sanjay Cass, heard here, it you know? here first. You, you know, know? what's
4: going on, Like, have you guys watched the Quincy documentary, yeah,
2: uh,
3: don't. No, You need to. need to. guy got a legacy,
2: legacy, Legacy. legacy is yeah. too deep, Isn't man. Isn't he, like, yeah. properly yeah. a G? Bro, this yeah, could be you, man. There's, there's, there's no there's
3: reason why you cannot be Quincy. You've already why got beyond on, on your roster, bro. You're on your way. You're Am Imagine having that.
4: There's a lot to do.
3: Nah,
2: you
4: started already. You're on the way already, bro. I am 24. There's so much to do. Can you
3: imagine you you at 14? I've got to be dead.
4: And then I can say, oh, Right, now, now okay, what have you done? We,
3: but to be the gay Quincy Jones, how much better is that? That's even better than being Quincy.
4: Sounds fun. <laughs> Can't lie.
1: <laughs> that has been such an incredible conversation. But before we wrap, what we do on this show is that we always ask every single person in the room to say what they've learned. Because as much as it's, you know, it's great to have all these discussions and to really express yourself and vent and get it all out, it's also really key that we all recognize that we're all on the same level and that what's the point in having these these discussions if we aren't learning from each other so yes. i guess i'll start with myself on mm. what i've learnt um i've learnt i've learnt from M E i've learnt from you um the importance of like if you're going to tell your story then you might as well like tell it loud um when, especially when you know, like, the environment that you exist in doesn't want you here. So the fact that, like, even the little detail you said about how your um, cover art has you being held by a man, that's really key, that's really important. That's you really, really loudly telling your story You're using every possible opportunity to be like, I'm here, I'm bold, I'm going to be loud as hell and I'm going to speak my truth. And I think just seeing that really, really constantly inspires me to do the same with myself as well and be and be bold in all my layers and recognise that, again, people like me as well, like a black woman who's loud, not supposed to exist, I'm going to be very, very loud in every capacity possible. So thank you.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um,
1: Your turn, Sully. What have you learned? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give me <you> time <laughs> to figure out what you've
2: learned. No, I think it's been very interesting. I think maybe I've learned not from myself, but I've learned more about myself just talking to you guys in the sense where, like you kind of get to this place in the world where you you, you you feel like because you've come to a certain space, you feel like the whole world is still, everyone's come to that place in the world. You know what I mean? Mm. Just because you've come to understand something, you assume oh, the whole world's progressive. It's not that much of a big deal. So if I have a conversation with a friend or someone who's gay, I never even talk to them about being gay. So inadvertently, you never continue educating yourself mm-hmm. around, you know what I mean? So some of the things you guys just said to me, I'm like, I kind of should have known that, do you understand? Like, do you, but it's kind of like, oh, cool, like, it's not a big deal to me. So why, 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 why is it that everyone else would still care? But like you said, there's still kind of like little like microaggressions and kind of things mm. that you you still face on a day-to-day that I guess like I'm still ignorant of in a way, do you get what I'm saying? So it was kind of like a self-learned about myself where I thought, oh right, like I've got to this point where like you know, like, I'm aware and I've learned stuff, but there's still... There's, there's still, out. Basically, you still need to have more conversations, you know what I mean? And sometimes uncomfortable conversations, but that's how you learn, do you get know what I'm saying? So yes. I, think, I think that that's maybe for me, yeah.
4: What have I learned? I think I have learned that there are people who are still willing to learn, you know what I mean? And there's still people who are willing to listen to everyone's stories and everyone's perspective on life and not shut it down and be like... Oh, you're lying. Like, you don't really go through that. Like, from you, like, you're, you're literally, you know, hearing what I mean, how you're saying, what we've been through in our experiences that don't mirror yours entirely. Um, and you take it in and you're, like, you're, you're looking, you're asking yourself the questions. Like, I, as we were talking, I was seeing you, like,
1: <laughs> you yeah. be,
4: like, you're, like, deep in it. Like, actually deep in it and being, like... <laughs> Yeah, no, no. You cut something. Don't talk. No. really. So, like, I, I appreciate that the fact because there's a lot of people out there who wouldn't and would just cut you off. So, I've learned that there are people willing to listen.
3: I think mm. I knew this, but it was very good to be reminded. And that was what you were saying to Dara about um, the violence and and how you can be complicit by not um, engaging. And I think I need to be reminded that you know whether it comes to trans rights or or, or race. Or, you know, how many different things in the world that we need to be thinking more about. And I think as a friend, like you were just saying, Sully, I think like, I, I haven't worked out how to raise this. But sometimes as a, as a, some of my friends who are straight can say the craziest things to me, mm. like, do these shoes make me look lesbian?
2: <laughs> wow. Right? i know going to start with that.
3: <laughs> I'm like,
1: what do lesbian crepes look like? That's what, what I was saying. Are lesbian kreps, what are lesbian crepes? I need to know. Like I actually what,
3: need to know. This is what I mean, I'm saying. And, as, and like, how do you? What do you say to that? I mean, I was like, babe, I think you need. A, I mean, I don't even. I don't know what I said, but like, I don't think you need to worry about shoes making. Just you know, wear a lesbian. stiletto and go. Take those Doc Martins off. <laughs> it's it's crazy. And I so a I'm trying to figure out how I respond to people in, when I get those kind of micro crazy just just people that are just thoughtless mm. um, but also for myself like in situations that I'm in where I'm trying to figure out how I can be better and and I and talk to my friends that might be different like maybe a, a black gay male or you know whatever like I'm trying to I think it's really important for all of us to remember regardless of like who we are or how we identify whatever that it's, you just need to you need to think constantly mm-hmm. yeah.
2: And that's a great point for us to conclude on, guys. Really, really appreciate both of you. Really appreciate your insight and appreciate your time. Thank you very much.
4: Thank you
3: for You're having so us. You're so welcome. It's been a pleasure. I'm gonna I'm take my so lesbian creeps with me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Skip out the room. <laughs> Stomp out the room. <laughs>